What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Climb Together Podcast. This is episode number 11. I, why I was talking like that, I don't know. I don't know why. What I couldn't tell you. In I, the world. I don't want to talk about it. That was like a really good entrance, though. I feel like that was pretty... <laughs> So, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Climb Together podcast. I am your one of your co-hosts, Tonage Scorp, and I'm here with my other co-host, Deception the Rapper. Deception, say hi. I promise I will never do an intro like that. I feel like you should. <laughs> I feel like you should. I think that'd be really good. But anyway, so, if you guys aren't aware, this past weekend, the CDL kickoff occurred. Um, some pretty exciting things there to talk about. Um, Warzone 2 was announced, some more exciting things to talk about. And um, we're going to go a little bit into like how to network in gaming. Um, just because we haven't really talked about the, um, like we haven't really delved, do, 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 dove, dove? We haven't really dove into a topic about like growth um, in a while. And this is the Climb Together podcast, so we're just trying to stay true to, you know, the the meaning of the the podcast. Yep. I mean, yeah, we talk about other things too, but we gotta we gotta stick to the to the to the OG reason why we started it was to, we gotta, to we climb have together. A few informational episodes yeah. here and there. Yeah, we gotta give you guys a little bit of climb together information because you know, we gotta climb these we gotta climb the ladder of the gaming industry together. So deception, take us away into the cdl yeah the the i knew from the jump that i was going to be carrying the podcast so here we go you're not carrying um, the podcast you're carrying this <laughs> the segment okay. of the podcast you're okay right. so wow see C- cdl weekend one my god oh my lord that was i mean granted the tourney was kind of it kind of meant something, but it kind of didn't. Like it, it. That's like a debate that we don't need to have because then people get mad, and uh, people pros roast each other on the timeline. But my God, that tourney produced a lot of interesting results. It um, did, honestly. I mean, the two granted, teams... like teams weren't giving everything they had. You know, mm-hmm. they they weren't giving away secret strats or. You know, going probably like a hundred percent. I'd say they were probably going like ninety. Some of them maybe like ninety five, but it was still super fun to watch. Even though they weren't going full <clears throat> out, it was still like the like the two teams that made it into the finals. I don't think I would ever put them two in the finals. I think that I would have. I think that t- the two teams that made it to the finals, one was the most expected team to make it to the finals for me. Ultra, and I'm guessing. the other was the most unexpected. Well, the second most unexpected. The most unexpected is Paris Legion, for anyone yeah. who's wondering. there's I don't need even need to ask Deception, because I know the answer. So, <laughs> since we're talking about CDL, Tamaga has a couple questions for us in the chat. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, um, left chat is mine, right chat is Deception's. If you guys are listening... Um, we stream this live on Twitch, so we you know have live chats. So we try to get interact with them a little bit. Um, so if you guys want to see that or be a part of the chat, you know, come check us out live. But anyway, Tamaga has a couple questions for us, and he says, "Who will be your MVP for the year?" You want me to go first? Yeah. If I'm being realistic, it's probably gonna be either Simp or Abizi. 
Yeah, probably. I would say, I would say maybe like a Shotzi, uh, could get it. Um, maybe a Cami. You know, his his Twitter is Cami MVP. So true. Um, I would say a dark horse for MVP would be somebody like Pred if Seattle Surge go off. That'd be crazy if he got Rookie of the Year and MVP. Do you think Pred is gonna get Rookie of the Year? I feel like it's gonna be between him and Sib. Okay. Um, and I think that race for the rookie of the year is gonna be really fun. I would say right now, probably like Capsital is probably like a third, um, that I'd put in there. Uh, but I mean, if Seattle, if Seattle give it a hundred percent and they're still as good as they were this weekend, I could see Pred and Sib having a pretty heated race for the rookie of the year. And honestly, like right now, I couldn't tell you which one would. Uh, I couldn't tell you which one. I mean, I would think since he has more experience playing against pros that Sib might get it, but then again, Pred's nasty, so. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing <laughs> is, is they're both on the same team, too. Found it pretty cool. Yeah, that's the crazy part. They're both on the same team, so they've got, like, that, you know, that, that, that friendly rival, rival, rivalry, rivalry? Yeah, rivalry. Sorry. Um, so I think that'll be interesting to see, because at the same time, they're teammates, but they're competing for Rookie of the Year at the same time. So I mean, if it if it goes, I just hope it doesn't lead to them like tanking their team. So it could it could go it could go one of two ways. It could be either they push each other to get better, right, which would be the healthy thing to do, or it turns sour and they start you know arguing and like egos get in the way. I feel like they'll push each other to get better though. Yeah, it's like I feel like I mean this is how I would be if I was on the same team as a fellow rookie, but. I feel like since the rookie of the year would probably go to a surge player either way, it's like why not just like just push each other in like a friendly battle to go for it. Yeah. So because if you push, if if they're both pushing each other to get better and not dragging each other down, it's just gonna make the team better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just it it really could go one of two ways. I hope it I hope it goes is the fact that they're going to push each other to get better cuz not only will they get better individually, but like Seattle Surge itself will be I pretty mean, good. I crazy. Because I mean, map one of that grand final, Sib had 46 and Pred had 41. Like my god. I mean, and that's really cool. That's really good for Seattle though because they've gotten a lot of bad press over the years with their rosters because they just haven't like given it their all and it because of like stuff in the managerial position, but like to see them finally start to succeed is really, really good because it, you know, I like the fact that the teams, the two teams that we expected or the three or four teams that we expected to be in the top two, you know, like to, that would be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Them being in the grand finals, like the fact that like, you know, they're, they're, they're uh, like giving more competition to the year. I like that. I like that there was more competition. And I know everyone wasn't going their full out and everything, but it oh, I was... Can, the pros have already said it, and I can already tell the competition is going to be better than it's ever been. Yeah, and I'm really excited I for that because tell. I think... I remember saying this. I don't remember if I said it on that podcast, but I've definitely mentioned mentioned it before. Like, one of the things that's kind of, like, drawn me away from the COD, like this Call of Duty League is the fact that it hasn't been really competitive. Yep. And... And now that they're, you know, finally starting to get competitive again, it's like, okay, like I can get into this. Like, this is something that I'd be willing to get back into and, you know, to invest time in again. Because the first season, well, the first year, season, year, I don't know. I mean, it's, 
I mean, the season is within a few months of the year, so you could say a season. So a season, you know, the season, <laughs> the first season of the CDL, right? It wasn't really competitive. Like there was a couple teams that just kind of like were on the top. Like it, at the beginning, it was kind of competitive, but then it just kind of like fell off, and like nobody, everybody stopped trying once you know the top four teams were really, you know, figured out. And then you know, last year towards the end of the year you know, competitiveness kind of picked up, but it wasn't like everyone was really going for it, right? And now I think it's like probably like 90% of the league, right? 90% of the players are like, okay, like we want to be, you know, we want to be competitive this year. We want to win. And I say 90% because there's always Paris Legion. <laughs> so, yep. you know, we just got to, yep. <laughs> we say 90% out here. Um, But yeah, we really do hate on Paris Legion here, don't we? I mean, is it, truthfully, is it easy to not hate on Paris Legion? True, but, yeah. Oh, one thing I did want to bring up, though. I liked how the Breach came in. They they put up a good fight. Oh, the Breach, the Breach really breached themselves into the league. And I like that. I like that they came in with a bang. I mean, they didn't, like, win or whatever, but they, they did put up a good fight. Oh, and they, they put show... on a show against yeah. New York. That so, was like, a great series. Yeah, and the thing is, is like New York, they've been playing together for months. I don't know how long Breach has been playing together, but um, I mean, New York hasn't been playing together. I would say that they probably. I think Breach has played more than New York. Well, the thing is, because, is like, like New well, York Clay had like a Krim. big break at Christmas because Hydra had to go back to France. Well, so. the thing is, is and like I think that was when Breach started scrimming. True. Well, the th I think this is. I think I, I think this is pretty important that I don't think a lot of people overlook is like Krim and Clay. Have like they've teamed together like they have that previous chemistry like they won together before right and they're two veterans in the league right and they're with two you know newer you know players right and i think them two being the goats that they are in the in the in the in the, in the veterans that they are is really like helping them out because you know last year on the subliners clay was kind of doing it all by himself and he was getting really pissed off because no one was really backing him up because he was on a team full of like newbies but this year he's got, you know, Krim who's who's sitting there and being like, hey, yeah, like he's right. Or vice versa, you know, Clay is saying, oh, and yeah, Krim Krim's right. the experience that Clay wanted so badly. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, Clay it's a nice balance. Experience. You can't get much more than Krim. Yeah. Like th there's, it, it's a nice balance of like experience to new. And they're teaching these newer guys, like, this is how we do it. This is how it's going. Well, like, like, this Neptune is how it's done. Neptune is really good. Yeah. I mean, and Neptune has been around esports too. It's not like, I mean, he's a rookie to COD, but it's not like, he had to learn a bunch of stuff, probably like Hydra did. Yeah. I mean, he's been playing Halo for a bit, so. I just, man, like, competition-wise, this is going to be fun. So, another question from Tamaga is, who is your underdog team this year? My um, underdog team, I would say... I mean, I wouldn't consider them an underdog in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, compared to how the top teams are looking right now, I would say probably the Mutineers. I mean, they put on a they put on a show. They they kind of smoked LAG low-key. Um personally, I think well, let me pull up the bracket. Oh, Florida, Florida came out hot. I mean, it could have just been, you know, Florida's day, but if they look like that on land all the time, it could be a threat. 
as long as they keep themselves in the top eight. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with uh, I'm gonna have to go to with Florida Mutineers. Yeah, we get it, Tony. You didn't watch any of this series. Shut up. <laughs> it's either them. Honestly, I'm gonna say Seattle Surge was a little bit of an underdog. I think not like the players themselves, but like as like a brand. In, in, I think in Surge in an event whole. was an underdog because it was a whole new team, but like, yeah, compared to like the other teams, they're definitely not an underdog. They are nasty. Well, the thing is, they are nasty, but I think as the brand themselves, they need to like come back. You know what I mean? Because you've got like, you know, I mean, these like brands. everybody said, it felt so weird seeing Seattle Surge in grand finals. It was like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, because usually they're like one of the first few out, right? So to see them like, you know, make it out in in in, and in to the speak finals to like how little they've advanced in tourneys. That was the third time they'd ever played Ultra in a tournament. I think it's they really, they really have not been doing. That. So I feel like yep. in that event they were like, you know, like I understand it was a good team, but I feel like you know they have had good teams before. You know they've had like star names on the squad, but they haven't performed. But like, you I mean, know, what I said to you on Sunday, I was like. This surge team is playing how everybody thought the Modern Warfare surge team would have played. Yeah, which I, I like. Because like when the surge team dropped their roster in Modern Warfare, everybody looked at them. And they were like, "This is like a top three team. Like this is like a really good team." Because mm-hmm. they had like they had like slacked apathy, karma, enable, and everybody was looking at them. They were like, "This team is like actually really good," and mm-hmm. then they weren't. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's like one of the things is like they kind of redeem themselves a little bit i think as like a brand so that was that was good to see yeah they're i i genuinely think they'll be nasty i think i think they're very capable of a top three top four team if they keep playing like that but all right deception i'm gonna ask you this question I'm not going to answer it myself, but I'm going to ask it to you. Oh, boy. What was your favorite matchup of the weekend? What was your favorite match to watch? My favorite match to watch? It has to be either Breach versus Subliners or... um, Honestly, or up until Game 4, Ultra versus Surge. Up until Game 4. Up until game four. Because game four, they got absolutely smoked. Mm-hmm. But the first three maps were nuts. I would also put, um, I would also put Ultra versus Thieves in there. That was a grueler of Ultra a versus Thieves? That was a good series. Alright. Especially that hard point. Very reminiscent of uh, Ultra versus Empire at Champs. They were all fighting for that hill, and there was, like, very little time, but it's, like, you'd think that the game was over, and then somebody would contest, and it was, like, it was crazy. But, I mean, I mean, the tournament just produced a bunch of interesting results. I mean, granted, there's, like, there's going to be an asterisk on the tourney, because it's, like, you know, how do we know all these teams weren't just kind of chilling since they were really like exhibition matches, but kind of crazy how FaZe uh, had their whole little ring ceremony on stage and then got clapped out of the tournament. 
Um, you know, they won 80% of their controls, and then they didn't even put a round on Surge. It was kind of funny. Surge didn't lose a round of control until Grand Finals. I just think um, it brought a lot of excitement to the to the uh, this year. But one thing I do want to bring up real quick while I'm thinking about it is you called it. Everybody in chat, where is Merc and Maven? We want Merc and Maven. Where yeah. is Merc and Maven? Holy Merc and Maven, where are they every at? Match. Bring back Merc and Maven. There were very few times when the chat could, could like as a consensus, say something other than we want Merc and Maven. Very few times. And usually it was either Let's Go Optic or some other like weird thing. Like when like when somebody I think it was I don't remember who got who it was Clay, I think, sniped somebody and Lando said bing bong and they all clowned him for it. But other than that, it was just we want Merc and Maven the whole weekend. Yeah. It's just they're such legendary casters, and to not have them is no bueno. Bueno. I figured. I mean, we need them back, but I don't know. I don't even know if they're coming back. It doesn't seem like they're in the mindset that they even want to come back. So I guess that speaks to how the COD leagues went about their contracts and stuff with people. I mean, but, I mean, without Merc and Maven, the casting booth was definitely lacking, but I would say on the, in, on the desk and stuff, it was really good. I mean, I really like the desk, but. Yeah, I think it was, I think it's a interesting thing to, uh, I mean, we got nameless I like, on there. I like the desk. The casting, like I said, the casting booth was lacking, obviously, but the desk actually kind of made up for it a little bit. Yeah, I like it. I mean, we. I mean, we have pretty much a whole entirely new casting desk minus name. Can't get. Well, the nameless is the only one left. Yeah, but I don't know if they'll like ever get rid of him. So, kind of stuck with. Yeah, him. he'd be mind blown if they got rid of him. That's another thing that the chat could, uh, as a consensus, say is whenever he would say he was mind blown. Mind blown. It'd be mine. I mean, he says that I'd like every mind, other sentence. I'd be mind blown if you ever left the desk. Oh, wow, I already time. made that joke and you. No, I, re I wow. say it. <laughs> I think when I say it, it's funny. I mean, you can't help but clown on him. He says it like literally every other sentence. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just people have their sayings. You know, like I do the chicken butt thing, but I'll do it every other sentence. No, but you don't do it literally three times per desk session. When they bring it to him. You know, one thing I do do a lot. <laughs> I said do do. Um, oh, wow. Is I say like a lot. That's Everybody does that. Every American does no, that. No, I say it like a lot. Yeah, I just said it. Oh, wow, there you go. I say like a lot. No, everybody does that. There's, there's no, but very like, few people like, I've ever ran into that don't say like no, all the yeah. time. Sometimes like I'll be like... Some days... I'll say like every other word. Every other. I mean that's fair. Chris makes fun of me for. 
That that's fair. But <sighs> I don't know. Do you have anything else to bring up about the Call of Duty League? Do we have any questions in chat? You know about the Call of Duty League. The Call of Duty League. I mean, I have questions about the future, but go for it. I mean, my main questions is what is Microsoft gonna do with it? Since esports engine is back, which we called by the way, you did call that. Since esports engine is back, I kind of hope they just take over. I hope they just look at the COD League and they're like, you know what, this was a cool idea, but it didn't work. Yeah, We're going back to MLG. I think I'd, I'd like that too. You know, we called a lot last week on the podcast. I just want to point that out. And it's true. If you guys want. You know, some, some predictions that are correct. Come over to the podcast where we make them and bake them. Yeah, all except for and the, serve CDL them to you. the CDL predictions. Were we were, very I off. think a lot of people were way off on those. Everybody's brackets got busted. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was. Everyone said, hmm? The That was crazy. But. You know what's even more crazy, Tone? What's even more crazy? Warzone 2 is coming. True. This went, will... This came out like last night, right? It came out yesterday. Yesterday? Let me find the article. Oh, yesterday. It's like all over Twitter now. It's been trending on Twitter for the, probably like the past like 12 hours, I would think. And It came out 24 hours ago, but... It's been really trending the last, you know, couple... So, Charlie Intel tweeted it. Um, he said, Breaking Bloomberg reports that the next three Call of Duty games will release on PlayStation as part of the PlayStation Activision partnership, which just means they're still releasing on PlayStation, not exclusively on PlayStation. But yeah. with the, the COD is still going to have some PlayStation perks, at least until 2023. Um, which is good. And the piece of the Bloomberg article that they posted says that includes this year's call of duty expected to be a new entry in the popular modern warfare subseries being developed by infinity ward and the following game which is in development at treyarch both activision owned studios the deal also includes a planned new iteration of call of duty warzone the lucrative free-to-play game that was released in 2020 so so it's still gonna be free to play which is great I hope it's on its own client. Like, I literally mm -hmm. hope that Warzone 2 drops and they're like, go download this. You don't need the old Warzone anymore. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so what I've been seeing from, like, different, you know, you, uh, people posting on Twitter and stuff. Um, is I saw J-God, YouTube, say, when Warzone 2 drops, it sounds like every gun before it launches will be vaulted and the only visible guns will be from the MW2 Weapon 4. Honestly, I would hope so. I, I, think, I think I like if that. Warzone got a reset like that. It'd be great. Yeah, I agree because one, it's gonna be like you know a fresh start. Like everyone will have same guns. You won't have guns from different games where they're super overpowered. Yeah, you won't like be relying on the old guns to get you through the game. Yeah, especially if you don't the old buy guns the to new be guns. like a meta before the new guns. Yeah. 
So it's like one of those things. It's like a nice fresh start, which will bring us back to like when Warzone first came out, you know? Yeah, when Warzone first came out, everybody was clueless. Nobody knew what a meta was, and it was really fun. Yeah. It's, uh, it'll bring us back to that, you know? The refresh of it. They just really need to, like, fix the graphics because it's really hard to see people in Caldera. I'm assuming that's what they're going to do. Um, I've heard a lot of things about not only stuff that's going to be happening with Modern Warfare 2's third mode, which we'll get to, but just things about Modern Warfare 2 that seem very next-gen oriented. And it kind of makes me wonder if uh, Vanguard will be the last game that's put on PS4 and Xbox One. I'm going to guess yes, but at the same time, I think it might be a no because it's just so hard to get your hands on a PS5 and an Xbox Series X. I don't know. There's a lot of people that have them now. I know, but they're not like, they're rarely ever, you can really rarely find them in store. It's not as well, available. Well, here's the thing about that then. I think if that, if they still put them on PS4 and Xbox One, I think it'll end up being like a Advanced Warfare Black Ops 3 situation where... The game is on PS4 and Xbox One, but it's not nearly as good as, like, the next-gen version. Hmm. Should be. If they want to hold out for the PS4 and Xbox One people, that's probably what they'll do. Because from what I've heard from the leaks, there is a lot of things that are in the Modern Warfare 2 that the consoles right now, the, the old-gen ones, probably cannot handle. And especially like that, that DMZ mode sounds pretty lit, to be honest. Yeah, I think, I think COD's best bet is to make the game as available as possible. Because right now they're trying to come back and getting giving themselves like a hindrance by making it only new gen consoles will hurt the amount of sales, right, yeah. and the amount of people playing. So. I think that's something that they have to take into consideration. Yeah, but I, I still think the game won't be won't look or feel nearly as good on the old console as the new one. Like, I don't think so either. I mean, if I had to, th if you had to tell me what it would look like, I would imagine if they're if they're tailoring this new game to um, next gen consoles slash PC, it will probably feel a lot different than Modern Warfare and Vanguard have. But the old-gen version of the game will probably be very similar to, like, Modern Warfare. I mean, I don't know what they're... I don't know how they're going to work with it. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to use the Modern Warfare engine, but, I mean, my guess is that the they're probably going to work on the engine to tailor it to next-gen and PC. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would make sense. I mean, that's what they did with, like, Advanced Warfare and stuff, and, like, Advanced Warfare on next-gen, and Black Ops 3 on next-gen was beautiful, and Advanced Warfare and Black Ops 3 on old-gen looked like it was from, like, 2004. Well, it's a good thing I am upgrading my PC. Yep. I mean, and that's another thing, is I hope that, I hope that along with better graphics and just a better running game, Hopefully a more polished game. I hope that Warzone 2 comes with an FOV slider for console. I mean, um, I mean I'm mean, i not on console anymore, so I don't have to worry about it, but I still advocate for it because I know there are a lot of people 
like Tone, who are still playing Warzone on console and ADFOV. When I watch people play on ADFOV, I want to throw up. Want to throw up? Because I I look at it and I'm like, this this is wrong. Like it looks so clunky. Like I'm out here just I'm out here zooming on one twenty FOV and my movement just feels crisp. And I watch you literally do the same movements as me and I'm like, this looks terrible. And trust me, I know what it feels like too, because I've I I've had the ADFOV glitch on Vanguard, so I've had to deal with it a couple times. But yeah, like I just hope that uh they get their stuff together for Warzone 2, and uh, it comes out even better than how Warzone did. Because, I mean, Warzone's launch was really good, but, I mean, they still had some stuff to do with the game, but we'll see. I am excited for that DMZ mode. It's supposed to, the leaks have been saying it's like Escape from Tarkov. Mm-hmm. And if it's very similar to Escape from Tarkov in the area that it's, like, very punishing but also very rewarding, like, because in Escape from Tarkov, it's, like, anything you find in the map while you're playing, if you win, you keep all of it. But if you lose, you lose all of it. So imagine, like, this is what I was thinking about yesterday. Imagine they, because you know how in Warzone they have, like, the blueprints on the ground that you can use but you even if you haven't bought them yet imagine if they did that but like if you picked up this like $20 like uh legendary blueprint or whatever mm-hmm. um and you won a game of DMZ it's just in your inventory you don't have to pay $20 for it True. I would like that though I think that'd be more it would well, and it also, if win. it was, like, a sick gun that came in a bundle with, like, another gun, you could be, like, you could justify paying for the rest of the bundle. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but, like, there that could be, like, a way that they could reel people in. I mean, to me, I'd just go in the game and just get all the crazy guns I could get and try to win with them. So I could keep them. I don't know if they'd do something like that, but honestly, like, that right there could be a real uh, pull for that mode. And I've heard some rumors about, uh, there's not, like, a concrete, like, evidence of the map. But I've heard that the map is, like, very similar to, like, um, it's got, like, a lot of locations that are um, nostalgic to Call of Duty, and they're all kind of connected. Mm-hmm. So it would be a map that is a lot more, um, a lot more accessible to people than, like, what Verdansk was when it first came out. Like, I think their idea coming into DMZ is you hop into this map and you instantly know, like, everything about the map. You instantly recognize all of the locations and all that. And apparently, it's there's supposed to be a lot of stuff with it. Apparently, the map is supposed to be random. Apparently, it's like an open world, but, like, kind of like Minecraft, where you just load into a map and it's random what you're going to find. So, it's going to be, like, random maps pulled from Call of Duty? Yeah, it's supposed to, apparently it's like an ever-changing random map game to game. Like you like I mean, I don't know if this is an accurate description, but my thought was what if it's like one game you play and you start on scrapyard and the next game you play you start on like favela or something like that. Like um and they also said that there's going to be changing like variable um 
like weather and stuff in the game. So like you could be dealing with a like a bunch of different situations while playing that game. And it could essentially give unlimited replayability if they do it right. That would be nice, I think, because then it would like kind of force you to play the game a little bit more because um you would have to like truly like learn you know, and then the hot drops would uh wouldn't be as hot drops, you know, because they're not going to be there every time. There's always going to be hot drops. Well, yeah, but they're not going to be, it's not going to be like... If I had to guess, um, I mean, they could blow us out of the water as far as, like, our expectations, and there could be, it could be basically unlimited um, amounts of, like, combinations for, like, what maps you'll be on, but if I had to guess... Uh, they would probably put like maybe like ten or twelve different combinations, so eventually people would figure out, oh, we're on this combination, so this is where the hot drop is. I mean, but like I said, they could blow our expectations out of the water. True, it's kind of like a fifty-fifty. I mean, it's so early that we don't really know. I. It's just so, it's so early in the development. Like, we haven't even seen, literally all we know is, like, based off of game files. Mm -hmm. Like, we haven't seen gameplay of the game yet. It's obviously too early. Um, we haven't seen, like, super detailed stuff. A lot of it's just, like, hearsay almost. But a lot of credible leakers have been saying some good things about the game, so we'll see. I think one of the main things is it's just going to have to be like a we will the our opinion on it will develop as time goes on. Well, it's the same thing with Vanguard. I mean, cuz granted Vanguard didn't launch that well and Vanguard hasn't been received super greatly, but um around this time last year all the reports were that Vanguard was in shambles and like it was like who knows if it's even going to release this year. Yeah. Like they might have to delay it a while more than just like a week or two um but you know then like that might be good though. up apparently in like august and I, apparently we had a really complete game for the most part when uh it got revealed so yeah i mean i'll take it i mean like the best thing ever but you know we'll, we'll take it as we can all righty do you have anything else to add on the warzone 2 topic i just want it to be good i've been having a ton of fun on warzone and I hope Warzone 2 is just even better. Yeah, me too. I, I love Warzone. I, I really do. I think that it'll bring back like a lot of the nostalgia of a new game when they do Warzone 2. I think that'll be good for them. I think Modern Warfare 2 will bring back nostalgia because they've been talking constantly about how much classic and like legacy items are in that game. When it comes to guns, maps that are going to be in the game, everything. We should bring back the uh, classic camo system. <laughs> the that system. would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. I need, I need that in my life. I need that. That would be very nice. Like it was good. I don't know why they got rid of it. I don't know. I, you know, Call of Duty. They yeah, change everything true. that they don't need true, to change. True, true, true. Alrighty. <clears throat> Their Probably. motto is: If it ain't broke, please fix it. Literally, that's the <clears throat> motto. Now, we're about, like, halfway through the podcast, and I want to go into this um, 
topic. It's next topic, but I need to go get my notebook because I, I mean, forgot to grab it. topics for the podcast. Well, okay. I want to go into this next topic pretty deep, so I, I want to make sure we have enough time to talk about it, and then we'll do questions at the end. Um, but I got to go get my notebook real quick, so... Because that's where my notes are. Oh, I got to entertain left the people I left it again. in my room! Give me, like, five seconds. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Well, back to Warzone 2. Um, I mean, I don't know about, uh, I don't know about y'all, but, like, I'm low-key on the blackout train, you know? Low-key on the blackout train. Imagine we got blackout 2. Oh, my God. I don't know. That's just me, though. Obviously, there are people who didn't like Blackout a lot, and there are a lot of people who adored Blackout. I was in the latter, so... I don't know. Alright, I'm back. Blackout 2 would be cool. So... <clears throat> I just... I While you were gone, I gave my case for Warzone 2 being essentially Blackout 2, but... Go. I would love Blackout 2. I think you would, too. Alright. <clears throat> so... <laughs> This is something I wanted to kind of like delve into for a while now, but I feel like now is like a good time because we kind of like we went through like the CDL and Warzone two pretty 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 well pretty quickly. Yep. So, um, Deception and I, when we first were you know getting to become friends and whatnot, we would join these uh, Twitter Spaces when Twitter Spaces was first a thing, um, and I would go in there and we talk to different you know creators and people within the community. Um, like different people within management side, casters, you know, competitive players, streamers, YouTubers, and um. So, but like one time, so I would I would deception would never ask questions, right? But I would. I'm a question asker. When I have a question, I like to ask. Wow. So these calls would be at like two a.m. Right? I'd be half asleep, laying on my couch with my earbuds in, with my phone. And just listening. Um, so I would always, I would, I would mainly, I would take notes a lot, and I would really try to like, um, uh, learn a lot. So I have a few notes that I want to kind of go over and explain a little bit. Um, only like, only have like two pages, which I thought I had more, but I guess not. But I feel like that'll be funny. It's honestly. hard to find a time when Tone's actually concentrating on something, so this is going to be good. I know. Okay. <clears throat> so, so I went in and asked a question. I said, what's the best way for me to, like, not work with people over, like, Discord and Twitter and Twitch? This. And so I, I, I wrote down the notes of what they told me. So with Twitch, one thing is, um, I'm just going to go right into it. Uh, you got to go out and find new people. You can't stick with the people that you already know because you already know them. You know the community already. You're not going to reach anybody new. Maybe a couple people here or there. You want to go and go into those random streams of those streamers that are small. Um, I kind of like how I did the other day. I rated this uh, you know, streamer. She had like, what, like five, av she had like five years at the time. Um, but like a really cool community. Sat in a chat for a while, played a couple games with her. And... And then I rated her. And, and then Deception rated her. And it was just a good time. You know, she popped me a follow back on Twitch. Um, you I know, I joined her. In Z -League tourneys. I got I joined her Discord. Like I got to know her a little bit. You know, she got to know me a little bit. Like we had a good conversation. So like we added each other, played a couple games, had a good time type deal. 
so you know we interacted i found followed and interact or interacted right you gotta be a chatter you can't just be like follow me please give me your attention you know you know you gotta be like hey let's be friends like i'll participate in your chat and like usually if you raid they're like they know that you're a streamer if you raid them yeah right it's part of that and I mean, my motto is make friends first. Yeah, make friends first and then promote yourself later. Because if you make friends, right, especially if you're in the right, um, if you're in certain, in certain channels, like people will ask um, if you stream. They'll be like, hey, like, are you a streamer? Are you just a gamer? Like you're on Twitch? Like, do you stream sometimes? And that's when, if they ask you those questions, you can be like, yeah. Or like, what are you up to? When they ask, what are you up to? Don't say, oh, I'm working on a video to post on YouTube. I could be like, hey, you know, I'm editing a video. And then that's when they're like, it's not self-promotion, right? You don't want to be that one guy that's like, you know, all attention on me, follow me. You want to be the guy or the girl or the non-binary person that's like, I'm just telling you what I'm doing, but I'm not promoting myself at the same time. Because if they truly are like people that have like a supportive community, like that'll reflect in the questions that they ask. So be like, hey, like, you know, is it your video? Are you editing for someone else? Is it just for fun? And they'll ask those questions. And that's when you give them the honest answer of like, oh, it's my video or, oh no, I just edit for other people or I just do it for fun, um, you know? And um, yeah. Like, you just gotta, you've gotta, like, kind of build that relationship with them because those questions will come. Those questions of, hey, do you stream? Hey, you know, and a lot of people have shout out um, as an option in their stream, and they'll shout you out if, like, you're around there quite a bit. Like, if you come back, stream, and you come back pretty much every stream or once a week during the stream, and you make yourself known within their community. Like, if you genuinely think, like, oh, like, this person's really cool, you know, I wanna be a part of their community. And I like the people that are in their community. I kind of want to bring them over to mine. You know, go to their streams. You know, yep. find them. Find them on other socials too, because if they oh, see your you. name, yeah, like if you see if they see your name, like find them on Instagram, like their pictures, comment, be like, like if they post like a selfie, be like, oh my god, you look so good. Oh my god, I love your shirt. Your hair looks so cool. Um, you know, your dog's the cutest thing in the world. Like stuff like that. Like you gotta you gotta put your name out there for people to know who you are right um yep. and then you know that's kind of like it's one of those things like interacting on those different platforms is where you're gonna get people to be like oh i recognize you you're cool and like when they're playing with viewers and you be like hey can i play they're like yeah come on you know come join and like you get to talk with them but don't be like oh yeah i just finished streaming oh my god I, you, you, you I have to go edit videos. One of the genuine you gotta you gotta become one of the homies before you know, because people people like to promote their homies, especially at this level. Like a lot of people do have the climb together mindset where like you support the homies. Yep. You know? So if yep. you become one of the homies, like genuinely, like you're not just in it for the followers, like you're like, hey, like I don't like this person, let me be homies with you, the followers will come. There are certain streams that I go into of friends of mine and I raid them. I'll get two or three follows off of it just because they're homies, you know, yeah. and they, and they, you know, they know me, they know what I stand for. And, and the, the, one of the fun things, raiding people 
who don't have a lot of viewers. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's been a couple times that I've, like, rated, like, I'll play a game, and then I'll look at somebody that's also streaming the game, and I'll try to find somebody that has, like, one viewer. Mm-hmm. And then rate them. And they get hit with a rate of even, like, three or four, and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, they get a, they get hit with a raid, period, and they're like, "Oh my god, I like got I got raided." Like, cause it's one of those things when you first start out and you don't have a lot of viewers, you don't get raided as much, you know. Yep. And another thing about raids that I don't think a lot of people understand is like, don't always raid the same person, right? Like, I raid Deception a lot, but that's just cause like, you know, he's Deception, he's the homie, he's I mean, the our duo. Stuff just coincides all the time. Yeah. Right? So like, it's like you know, it's like okay, I'm done with the podcast. But I'm still going to be playing with Deception. I just don't feel like being on camera. So I'm going to raid out to Deception. Right? Yeah, everybody can just come over here and watch yeah. me while vicariously watching you. Yeah. They're probably going to be watching you a lot realistically because I'll get shot in the back. But yeah. I mean, that's that's my thing too. Like I try to not raid the same person more like i i try to like raid some uh like try to raid somebody different each day or Mm -hmm. at least try to not raid somebody super often like if i if i raided somebody like three times a week everybody would be expected they'd be like oh he's raiding this person again Mm -hmm. but like i go in like when i would do like black ops 3 custom zombies like in the off season of color i would raid like i would just look for somebody that had like one viewer and, like, I would rate them, and then it was, like, it was fantastic. We'd have a good time talking after stream, and I'd watch them. But, I mean, the whole the whole thing about being homies with people is definitely part of it, because mm-hmm. um, it's, like, the whole thing with me and Tone is, like, I just started talking to her because Taylor rated her while she was playing Outbreak. Mm-hmm. And we started talking more, not only, like, when I was in her chat, but privately. And, like, she kind of learned that I really wanted to stream. So it was, like, it wasn't like, oh, he literally just, uh, he literally just came in from Taylor's stream so he could, like, get supporters for his stream. It was like, oh, he genuinely wants to do this. And uh, he wants my help. Speaking of homies, Kaz is in the chat. What's up, yeah. Kaz? Kaz, um, is Kaz is one of the people that I've met through like other communities and being in other communities. Um, I met him through Kichi's chat. Um, and you know, we just kind of Kaz through your chat, I think. Yeah. So it's like one of those things. Like you meet people and they come become supporters of you and you support them. And it's more. It's not a support for support thing. It's just you just I genuinely. Like, it's just you genuinely support these people because you, you like their content, they like your content, you just like each other's yep. people. And that's kind of, like, the, the thing that you want to build with certain people is, like, you just want to make sure, um, you know, you're you're not trying to be fake. Because, you, you know, a lot of people can, you know, when you're fake, um, a lot of people can kind of, like, feel that out. And they're like, uh, you know, like, I can tell that you're in this for the, for the, for the followers or for the clout. Yep. But, like, yep. when you generally make those connections with people... You know, like Kaz said it, like there are a lot of people out there who don't network correctly and they say, um, you know, like they don't network correctly. They go for, you know, be like, oh, I do this, do this, do this. No, be like what? Like people love talking about themselves. 
So go into someone's stream and ask them questions. Be like, hey, I want to get to know you. Like, don't say that because that's kind of weird. But be like, so when do you start streaming? <laughs> that, that's a, that's an in private thing. Yeah, like don't 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 do that. That's like that's weird. <laughs> for, hey, I want to get chat. to know you. What's up? No, you got to be like, hey, like when do you start streaming? Like, you know, um, what's your favorite game? How do you start? That's what I did with Taylor. I learned about. I, that's why I did it with you and Taylor. I learned about y'all real quick because of that. Like, build genuine connections with people because once you do that, that'll be it so much easier. When you come in, they're like, What's up? Like, how's it going? Like, when, when some there's some streets that pop and they're like, Tone, what's good? And then people in yep. chat know who I am. They're like, Tone. And so people are like, Who's Tone? You know? And they're like, They come and yep. check me out. Yeah. Uh, Cass says, um, like I got this one dude in my niche who consistently comes into my stream and only talks about his content and what's going on with him. It's like I like hearing about what's going on in my people's streams, but when they're only talking about themselves, like I'm just very disingenuous. True. Like there are some streams I come into, especially like with people that I'm homies with now, that I've been homies with for like two years, that I like come in and I like update them on me. But that's mainly because like they are they're invested like they like they're like let me know you know how it goes and i come in and i let them know how it goes like when uh, like if tone came in my chat and just only talked about how she was editing a video i wouldn't bother me at all because like we talk about that all the time it wouldn't feel weird it's like they only come to in to promote what they have going on, and that's not networking. That's low key leeching. Exactly. Like networking yep. is like going into someone's stream and being a ch being a chatter. Like yeah, before you let them know you're a streamer, you have to be a chatter first. You have to engage yep. with the community. You have to become known. Like it's one of those things. It's like I think deception is a good example i'm gonna use deception real quick well because i i was also gonna say i think i am a good example because i'm gonna use deception most of the time that i did networking was before i started streaming so i didn't have stuff to talk about in the form of like leeching like i was just kind of like he was just he was, be, he was being a chatter i mean he didn't be like oh i'm gonna start streaming like right away like eventually after a couple months he was like yeah i kind of want to start streaming but um it's one of those things it's like he he was chatting he was you know following he was in the chat and pretty much every single day um you know oh, yeah, supporting like, me on other own, platforms and everything and he, one of the streams that i genuinely wanted to pop into every single day because... yeah he like learned the people he met kaz kichi you know you know jaded yeah, i learned kichi after you raided her one day and then yeah. i started popping in kichi's streams all the time yeah it's like one of those things like he genuinely got to know the community and like mads so like when he went when he finally started streaming after i freaking coerced him to i had to get fiber first man then i had to make sure it worked and it worked flawlessly so um it's one of those things it's like um shit i lost my third thought my mom came to talk to me wow when, okay so when deception started streaming right it was one of those things about like, how you coerced me into streaming. Oh, yeah, I coerced him into streaming. I'm like, dude, stream. Like, come on. Like, it's your time. Just do it. You got to start, right? And that's the thing. Like, he had our genuine support because we wanted to see him succeed, right? And I genuinely wanted to start, too. Like, there were some things I needed to have before I started. But, yeah, because your internet was low-key uh, kind of doo-doo. My internet was terrible. It was awful. And when I got the fiber, I was like, okay, now I can stream. Let's go. Yeah, well, well the thing is, is like, 
when he did, he got it quickly. Like, he got it so quick. And that's the thing, though, is because he had those people that are streamers that have a community that, like, yes, let's deception, let's get affiliate, let's affiliate push, affiliate push, affiliate push. There's um, people I didn't even know that were coming yeah. in like, once when I was getting to, like, because that one stream, uh, the, the one stream, it was like a, I think we were like a weekend, but the one stream I was playing League Play and, like, I can't even focus because there were so many people coming into my chat. Like, I think you were, like, averaging, like, six to ten viewers. On well, in that one grind. stream that I'm talking about, I think I had got, like, 17 followers. Like, I was, like, I had, I was stuck at, like, 36 or something like that for, like, two days, okay? And then I do this one League Play stream, and it's like everybody just comes flooding in my stream. I can't even focus trying to play League Play because I'm just getting follow after follow after follow, and people are chatting, saying they're promoting my stuff on their Twitter and their Facebook. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah, it's because, like, people are like, yo, like, this guy's, you know, like, that's one thing that I think a lot of people love about, that's one thing that I think I really like about the Twitch community, especially, like, the like the small streamers, is the affiliate push um aspect of it especially when it's someone that's been in the community and that's just starting out well i know how hard it is so anytime i see some like one of my homies on twitter talk about how somebody needs uh to get affiliate i'm in there yeah like I'm it's one there. of those it's, things like i'm literally in there dude everybody understands it like the affiliate push is one of the like a pretty hard grind especially when you don't have like a community to like back you up like for me uh, yeah, personally if you, if you start with nothing it could be months well, the thing is, is like I started streaming like July of 2018, I think. That was when I like July of 2018 was like my first stream, right? And um, because God, that was a long time ago. I know. And then it's I kind of four years. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been four years since I've actually like turned my, you know stream first, but I didn't really start wow. taking it seriously until I met Pervy. But wow. um. No, but, like, I, you know, joined this organization. I would stream, like, once every other week, you know. I would take a couple months off to just not stream. Like, I would just do it whenever I wanted to, right? It wasn't, like, a consistent thing. But, you know, eventually, like, I, I would I would still meet people. Like, I would go to Twitter, and I'd be like, hey, you know, or I'd go on, like, Instagram and follow about people. Um... It's just one of those things. It's like, yeah, you know, but then I met Pervy and I'm like, listen, like, he's like, listen, if you want to get affiliate, I can help you. I'm like, yo, for real. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and so I turned on the stream. I started streaming seriously. I got affiliate. I joined raw. Like it was just one thing after another. And, um, it was all because like, I just, I got to know the guy. Like I was yeah. I was like, this is this is one thing. He's just like, listen. He's like, the reason I wrote, he told me this to my face. I'm gonna quote him real quick, or like, kind of quote him, paraphrase what he said. He said, um, I saw you liking all my Twitter post, like, I saw you liking all my Instagram posts. I'm like, who is this? Who's tonage? Like, who, who's liking all my Twitter? Like, who's liking all my Instagram posts? So he checked me out, mm. right? So I was liking all his, like, cause I used to do this thing where I'd follow a bunch of random people and I would just like all their shit, um. <laughs> Just to I get mean, my hey, dude, whatever works. I mean, it works. I mean, it worked a little bit. Um, I mean, hey, if you start doing that with a little bit less random people and people that you actually know, it, it would really work. Yeah, if I actually, like, you know, truly chose, like, five people and, like, just kind of got to I know mean, them and their like, content. But... Look at, like, me and Wyatt. I mean, I, I met Wyatt because I was playing AW on PC with Taylor. 
Mm-hmm. And he was playing. He just happened to join our game. And then he said that he went on tw- he went on Twitch to see if anybody was streaming the game. And me and Taylor were the first two streams that popped up in his recommended. Ooh. I mean, so it works. But yeah, it does. Like, like, you have to do it a certain way. The thing about me and Tone is like, Tone is like my version of pervy. Because mm-hmm. basically the same exact thing happened with me and Tone that happened with Tone and Pervy. Dude, that actually means a lot. Aw. No, it's a, it's actually true, cry. though. You're going to make me cry It's actually true, though. It's You're literally like, cry. you talk about Pervy, and I'm like looking at what happened with me and you, and it's like literally the same thing. Aw, dude. It's identical. Stop. <laughs> it's identical. Like, make me tear up a little bit. It's um, literally identical. The it's thing is, is like you didn't perfect. like you didn't really self promo either though, and I think that's one thing that I think we should touch on real quick is because Jada brought it up. He said if you ask if I ask about your stream or how things are going, that's cool, but the person that only jumps in chat for self promo only that's one thing though. Like a lot of people do that in Discord. Well, they'll like just post in the self promo of a Discord and not be active in said Discord. So like people will see yeah. it right, but they're like, "Who's this? Like yeah. I don't know this person. Like they've never shown up in one of my streams or someone else's stream." Or, like, I haven't seen them in the community, so why would I go watch their stream? They're just posting self-promo. Yeah. Right? Like, it's one of those things, it's like, eh, you know, like, I could, but at the same time, like, I don't really know them, you know? Well, the thing the thing about me at the time when I, because most of my story stems back to Tone, so I'm always going back to that, but when I was talking to Tone, I didn't have things to self-promo. So, it was almost impossible for me to kind of be a leech in Tone's stream. Because I didn't really have anything to promote. I hadn't started yet. Yeah, like, uh, Jay did probably worded this a lot better, but networking only works if you are willing to chat and interact with streamers slash chatters. Just chat, yep. just talking with someone will help create connections, even by accident. Like, that's what yeah, you want to do. Also, talking with fellow chatters helps, too. I mean, like, like, when I'd be in Tone stream talking to Tone and then some other person would show up, I would always say hello. And and I think one thing that I don't think a lot of people realize with like the gaming world in general, it's all it's all about who you know. Yep. It really is all about who you know. Cause you I may mean, you may stumble into a chat, this guy, right? Just a random guy or a girl streaming COD, right? And you go in there and you're like, Hey, you know, what's up? I would go in and say howdy. And then it kind of like throws people yep. off that I have like a New York accent. They're like, why are you saying howdy? Because it's fun. <laughs> why are you saying howdy? Because it's quirky. Because it's different. It's fun. It's something yeah, I... Yeah, they're going to catch it too. They're people gonna are like, going to be howdy. like, what's up? Like, what's up? Because everyone goes in and say, hi, <laughs> hey. I say howdy. You know, something different. Something that stands out. Something that I do in every chat. What I like doing in the chat, if I read somebody news, I put a green heart in chat. That's, that's, that's what, good. That's, that's good. I, I just like howdy. It's one of those things. I pop into every stream saying howdy. It's kind of cringy sometimes, but it's 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 my thing, you know? Going in, I'm like, hey, howdy, you know? Like, I don't go, hey, you know? I just, I go and enter every chat the same way. It's something, it's better than hi. It's better than, what's up? High tone in all caps. Yeah, he goes, hi, tone. I go, or he goes, tone, you know? And it's one of those things. First that impressions are huge. excitement for coming into tone's chat every yeah. time. Jada has this correct. First impressions are huge. He comes into stream and says, "Yo, yo, yo, yo!" 
like he like make you have to have your own unique entrance into a stream so people are like oh yep. you're different like you're out you stand out a little bit and i think that's what a lot of people look for too when when it comes to watching content is they want something that stands out they don't want the same cookie cutter content that they get everywhere else but yep. that's a whole different content topic that we don't have time to go into um but the thing is is like um and i'm gonna go I want to. I, I I see you have a question in chat. I'm gonna go back to it in a little bit, but I want to go through this idea first. Um, like that's like just get in the people's streams, man. Like just get out there, put your name out there, and meet people. I mean, that's what become part of a community and follow them on other platforms. Follow them on Twitter. They'll follow you back, and they'll. You don't have to tell them that you stream on Twitch. They'll see your go live tweet. Be like, oh. Well, and the crazy thing is, like with a lot of the smaller streamers that I've followed uh -huh. before I started streaming, after I started streaming, if I rated them, whatever. If I follow them on Twitter, they'll, like, all I'll say is I followed you on Twitter just to, like, just to, like, show interest in them. Yeah, and be like, hey, be like, I dropped oh, you I'll follow you back then. Yeah, be like, like oh, I, I, I won't even follow. ask for a follow back. They'll be yeah. like, I'll follow you back then. Yeah, and your real life story is what people bring people in the community. Exactly. Like, I, like, I really don't talk about my, my IRL a lot on stream me neither like but the thing is is like i build like i have like this vibe that i try to keep with my stream i try to keep an upbeat happy positive sometimes ragey environment but it's all fun rage sometimes a ragey environment like i called this guy i called ago. this guy that was sitting like i like i make weird noises when i rage you know like there's some clips that like i'm just going blah, 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 blah. you know i'm trying i try <laughs> to make it a fun rage right because like call of duty is mm, sometimes but it's fun but you want you want to like ex you want to like make that you want you you got to find your vibe of your stream and then take that vibe and bring it elsewhere you know be positive yeah um like be positive Peace, love, and positivity be, like if you're if you have a very positive team like team if you have a very positive stream i have a very um, positive team <laughs> if you have a positive stream <laughs> bring that positivity elsewhere Right, if you have like a very rage stream and people are like playing with viewers, you can rage, but don't be like too overbearing about it, you know. But be like, Unless oh you're my Jeff, god, you can do whatever you want. True, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't be that person that like over the top. Don't try to steal someone else's show, especially when you're playing yep. with them, because it is their stream. But like, you well, know, hey, chat with them. Sometimes when it comes to certain people, it's like. But like being if you're with the same people all the time and having the same personalities is the show. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is one thing I think would be this is like probably one of the best times to steal the show. Say you're playing Warzone. It's Final Circle, right? You're you're the last one up. It's you. It's a one v six. Show up. Steal the fucking show. If they're if they're spectating you, steal the show. Be like, and the people will be like, "Oh my god, you're so cracked! Like that was insane." See, like, I didn't even mean to do that, but I Loki did that when I was in the Doc stream. Yeah. We would I would play with him and Hulk, and like I wasn't streaming, but they were, and they would like spectate me, and they would all be like, "Dude, you your movement is like insane." Like if you're being spectated, <clears throat> then you're putting on you're putting on content for their stream. So show up. That's like uh be I really a good clip. or just hilariously horrible. Exactly. I think that I have Jada a clip did. of uh I mean I'll show you tone, but I have a clip uh not too long ago, like a few days ago, from Doc Stream where they were all dead and I was in like a I was like again in like a one V three situation. They already had one guy dead on the squad, but 
I had to fight the rest of them off. And Doc watched like ninety percent of the gunfights that I was in, and he was like, he was like blown away when I killed them all. Like that's like a that's like a self promotion thing without actually self promoting. You're just doing your thing, and people are watching it. It's not like you're like shoving it in their face. It's already in their face, so you might as well yep. take advantage of it. And I feel like I feel like we could do like a whole sh- like podcast on networking. I feel like we should. Um, because there is a lot to it, and I think a lot of people don't take full advantage of what networking can bring. Um, right. Not only it can bring friendships, um, some long-lasting ones, especially when you do it right and you just do it because you're like, "Hey, this person's cool. You know, I wanna, I wanna get to know them. I like their community. You know, it, it as long as you have like an, as long as you have that mindset going into it, the followers will come. The support from other communities will come." right like uh, if you i look at my there's so there's like a setting in in twitch right where it shows you your commonalities with other twitch streamers and like how much of your community that you share with them it's actually a really cool feature and in one that my top my top one is kichi and kichi's like a big sister to me like we like yeah. we're at the point where like we're family like it's it's not a blood family but we're we're family and the fact that like I just I'm just in her streams. I'm a monitor chat. Like I genuinely enjoy being in her stream and I supporting her. And that rest just kind of happened. That's what happens when you build genuine friendships and genuine things with people. They want to support you. They want to be there for you. Unless they're a crappy human being, then well, ditch them because then you know if they're if they really are a crappy human being and they don't support the people that support them, you know it's oh, kind of mean. You might have the most commonality in my stream at least. Pretty sure. What do you mean? Because you know how you said the person you have in the most common is Kichi? It's probably you for me. Yeah. Makes sense. I have a lot of people in common with you. Like, there's a lot of people that's come over from your stream into mine, my stream into yours. It's just kind of how it works sometimes. Um. Climb together, baby. Hell yeah. But, um, it's the people that believe in the climb together, you know, vision that yep. will will help you out. Like, yep. it's not, don't go into it expecting anything, because that's when, usually if you go in not expecting anything, you can't be disappointed. And yep. that's when you join, like, when you don't expect anything from that person, that's when you make genuine friendships. And sometimes it really does pay exactly. off. Exactly. Like, Tuesday, see you next Tuesday. Um, I went in there and I'm just a chatter. Um, she asked if I stream, like she asked if I stream. I said yeah. Told her about it. You know, she's homies with Kichi, so genuinely, like naturally, I went played with her. You know, she liked my vibe. So one time, she actually, I was doing a 24-hour stream. It was probably like a year and a half ago. I was doing a 24-hour stream for my final day for the Phase Five. Um. And she rated me, and I peaked at 92 viewers. I had, like, three, and she rated me, and I peaked at 92. Just because of the fact that we're friends. Yep. And I... That's like when Taylor played with Exact in the uh, Cracked Creator tourney last year. Oh, yeah, same thing with Taylor. Same thing with Taylor. She was peaking, I think, at, like, 50 or 60. I was in her stream the whole time. I think she was peaking at 50 or 60, maybe 70, when they were playing. 
but because they played really well and he enjoyed her vibe and stuff, he rated her and she had like 600. Yeah. Like, it's just one of the things. It's like, <clears throat> if people like your vibe and, you know, and they're looking for someone to raid and you stream when they don't stream or like right after the, if you like, your streams like overlap in some sort of way and they end stream and you're streaming, they'll raid you. Yeah. It, it may not be right away. But eventually they'll be like, hey, I'm looking for someone to raid. So-and-so's on. Oh, I'd love to. People, when they raid, they want to bring their community to someone that they know their community will like. Or that will, like, take care of their community. Right? And not someone just be like, oh, thanks for the raid. And then just blow blow it off. Be like, yo, what's up? Thanks for the raid. What's up this? The so-and-so, so-and-so. Thanks for the follow. You know, what's good? How was the stream? What game did you play? Yo, mods, let's get a shout out for so-and-so. Like, or do it themselves. Like, you gotta bring the energy that people want to see. And that's the energy people want to see. People want to make, people want to, like, feel like they made your day. Like, people yep. like feeling good about themselves. That's something that is a people thing. That's, like, science. You know, people want to see... human nature. People want to see... You know, the fact that they're making people smile. Like, that's a good feeling. If you give people good feelings, they'll come back. You should be grateful for every single viewer. That, that, Jaded right there, is so true. You should be, you should have the same reaction to a 200 raid from a third person raid. Because they're trusting their, you with their community. And that's something that they work hard, they worked hard to build. They worked hard to maintain. And you should... Be grateful for every single one. Yeah, one maybe something that I learned that I try to maintain now. What? I I heard this from the biggest streamer in the world, Tim the Tatman. Oh, Tim. So if it worked for him, okay. So he talked about somebody asked him about like um what are some like what is a good one good tip that you could give to like somebody who's like a smaller streamer and this is the scenario that he gave because it happened to him and he said he said you know his channel gained a ton of traction from black ops 2 um and you know he was he was probably one of the top streamers on black ops 2 because his channel gained a ton of traction because people enjoyed him and, and they enjoyed black ops 2 but he said that um, he was genuinely excited for Ghosts, but when Ghosts came out, he did a stream, and, like, nobody showed up compared to what viewers he had been pulling. Like, he said he had been pulling, like, five or six hundred, and when he did that Ghost stream, like, 20 people showed up. And he said the key to growing your stream is instead of worrying about the other, like, 400 people that aren't in his stream. He just looked at the 20 people that were in his stream and he made sure that they stayed and that he made them want to stay. Yeah, interact and with that's them. The key. You got to interact with them as you would your regulars. You know? Yep. You have to make them want to come back. And this is what I this is one thing that I like about the fact that I'm a server. Right? Is because you do <clears throat> when at the last place that I worked there was this couple that came in. They ordered the same thing every single time. They would just sit there and play, like, they would just play, um, like, 
what is it called quick draw do you know what quick draw is um betting thing um so they would sit there and they'd be there for like three hours and play quick draw but by the time like people that work there consistently knew that guy got a long island iced tea and she either drank uh red cat wine or some other drink right and they would order the same thing sometimes they would switch it up but they usually didn't even need a menu right and if like you remember stuff like like that's one of the things like is that every single time you know they they were regulars right but yep. at the same, you would sit there, you would conversate with them, you would get to know them. You've got to treat the tables that come in there once the same way. You got to be, hey, you know, what are you, what are you drinking today? You know, what are we gonna, what are we gonna eat? And then you conversate with them, and be like, oh, what's your, like, what do you, like, you don't want to be like super creepy about it, but like, you can be like, you know, where are you guys from? Like, if you were working at, like, I used to work up at the lake, so a lot of people were out of town, and be like, so where are you guys from? Like, are you guys here visiting? Like, do you live here full time? Like, is it a place here? People love talking about themselves. And that's one thing, is you have to do it on both ends. When you're rating yep. someone, get them to talk about themselves. When you're getting rated, get people in Jack to talk about themselves. That's one thing that people don't really grasp enough. People love talking about themselves. So get them to talk about themselves, and they'll stay. You gotta play into it. Oh, bless me. I just burped a little bit. But there's one thing we're going to move on from the networking because I think we should just do a whole podcast on it personally, because there's a lot more that we can touch on. And I feel I like mean, we, we can... are more than an hour in. We are more than an hour in. So I feel like we should try to wrap it up a little bit. There's something, one more thing that I want to touch on that Jaden mentioned. He said, how do y'all feel uh, about people that only lurk in streams? Because Twitch has removed lurkers as accounted viewer. Um, lurking is one of those things. It's like, I appreciate it because one, they took the time to pull up my stream. You know, they may not I mean, be chatting. Me, I have a lurk command, so yeah. If you hit it, I'm gonna, I wanna thank you for lurking. Even they, if you don't hit it, and you just say that you're gonna lurk, like. See, um, it is a pro. Kaz mentioned that it is a Twitch problem, which is correct. It is a Twitch problem because. Yep. I appreciate all lurkers. If you're just here pulling me up while you're working or you just got the tab you got me tabbed it's 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 it means that i'm on there it means that that they're thinking about me right that they they ha they want to they take the couple whatever because time is priceless that's one thing that i don't think a lot of people understand time is priceless so if people spend even like 30 seconds a stream going lurk or just pulling up the stream it means so much because they're taking time out of their day to let you know that they're here supporting you. And that itself is priceless. And I appreciate it. So I think lurkers, lurkers are a good, a good thing because it, it, it's one, it's just people that support you. And if they just have you pulled up on a monitor while they're working on something or they're you know, cleaning, and they have you pulled up on their TV, and they're not chatting, but they're there. They're just lurking. Yep. They're still supporting you. And that's something, like... Th that's most of the reason why people lurk anyways. It's like, maybe they can't watch, but they yeah, still want to Yeah, they, wanna, they, they still, still want to support wanna... you. And that's one of those things. It's like, 
people people if they if they genuinely like your their content like if they genuinely like your content or they they're homies with you or they you know want like you as a person like they'll support you whether it's coming in here and chatting and asking questions or you know playing with you or just or just lurking or just watching your stream they don't have to do that they don't they could be watching a million other streamers but they chose to spend their time watching you and i think that's something that is so underappreciated so that's my thing on that if anyone else has any questions please ask got the next 30 seconds to ask them both chats Exception, do you have anything on lurkers you want to add while we wait for questions, if there are any? I mean, I just I just appreciate any lurkers that come through. Like, if you literally come in just to say that you lurk, like Cambo does that a lot, like, mm. I, I, I appreciate you as much as somebody who's talked to me for two hours and then they're like, okay, I got to go now. Yeah. Like. They're giving they you literally... their time in different ways. Yeah, like there's some people who like who like have been in my chat and they and they'll talk to me for a bit and we'll we'll conversate while I'm playing and then they'll be like they'll feel bad because they have to go and I'm like no nah, it's good like you spending whatever amount of time of your day chatting with me means more than anything time is priceless yep so I'm gonna say there's no questions because we haven't really gotten anything do we have any questions last week. I don't know. From the podcast. From the podcast. Um, From the podcast. Oh. Uh. We already answered the one about what are your hopes for future CODs moving towards two-year life cycles, right? From Mr. Brenner. That was last week, yeah. Yeah. Um. I was just wondering if anybody posted questions from last week's podcast, because the last time I looked, they did not. Nope. It's, yeah, so, um, yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. We will be doing another podcast episode where we go more into networking. Um, we obviously had a couple other things to talk about today. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for watching. One thing that happened over this past week that you guys may not be aware of is the Climb Together podcast is on every platform that you get your podcast. So go, you don't have to just listen to it here on Twitch we need to or start on YouTube. With so you guys can go listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We really do. I, just, I forgot about it, but we'll do it next. We'll do it next time. Um, it was kind of like we were like, I'm gonna I mean, it is like, a oh, new announcement. I mean, yeah, so. Just I mean, we literally just did it, and um, by the thirtieth, every, every every we should be caught up on episodes. We've been doing one a day, three p.m. EST every single day. So if you guys want to like, you know, go listen to that, um, we would appreciate it. You know, download it. Um, we're just trying to get ourselves out there a little bit more. This is a really big step for Deception and I. Um, we are on these platforms. We're on, you know, Google, Apple, and Spotify. It's pretty cool. We're on platforms we didn't even know existed exactly like there's so many like small platforms for podcasts are like these exist what the yeah heck? there's like i remember like tone pulled up a tone pulled up a thing of like 40 podcast sites and i hadn't seen one of them i was like what are these places apparently people listen to podcasts on them i don't know but with that being said we appreciate you guys for tuning in um if you made it this far um 
if you guys have any questions for the next episode please leave them in the description follow us on twitter and leave them there on our go live tweets we'll you know or just go to youtube leave them comment them there um or just come to the next live and 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 you know put the question in chat and we'll hopefully get to it um you know we do question sections at the end of every podcast we try not to make them super long i mean this one was kind of a little bit longer but we did have a lot to talk about i knew that the networking topic i could talk about for hours and hours yep. and hours so i think you know we're, we'll try to find one where we try to like really just break it down and we'll sit and we'll break it down beforehand and you know make sure we just kind of like know what we're going to talk about before just so it's not like a three-hour discussion because it really could turn into one i um you know it's one of the things here you know climb together we gotta help each other figure this out it's a it's a game it's a little new there is no written handbook on how to do it so when you find out knowledge you got to share it with others you know it's not like yeah one of those things if you can help someone figure it out a little bit faster makes it easier on all of us you know be the person that you wish you had coming up type thing um or the person that you did have but anyways, that's got... Oh, sorry, I just hit my mic. Anyway, guys, that's going to be it for this episode of the Climb Together Podcast. This was episode number 11. If you guys did enjoy, make sure you hit that follow button um, or subscribe, like it, download it, promote it, share it, put your homies on the podcast. I don't know. Do what you got to do. Um, anything to add deception? Um... I don't know. I think we covered everything, to be honest. All righty. See you guys next time. Peace.